Welcome to the Fostering Change Podcast, Season 3. I'm Rob Shear, the founder of Comfort Cases and your host. Together, we have made such a difference in the world. We've met with leaders and change makers in the foster care system. We've met with charities and philanthropists, celebrities, authors, and so much more. We'll continue to bring you guests who will share how together, as a community, we can bring about change. Welcome once again to Fostering Change. You know, it's hard to believe we are here for another episode of Fostering Change. And it's so exciting that when I started this podcast three years ago, I never thought that we would be this far into season three. We have had so many amazing people come on our podcast, but to me, always the guests who are truly the change makers, they actually just make my heart smile. And this is one of them. You know, I met Leslie Gang through social media, like I've met so many people. And I heard about an organization that she has, which is on the East Coast in the New Jersey area, and about how she was making a difference for kids with a book. You know, all of you who know me, I talk often about the fact that there's no such thing as a used book. It's only a book that's been loved. And I think it's so important that children all over the world that have an opportunity to receive that. And that's exactly what her organization does. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I would love for you to meet my friend, Leslie Gang. Leslie, how are you? I'm good, Rob. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and share our story. Oh, I am so excited for everybody to hear your story. So I made sure that I left out the name of what your organization is, because I think it's very, very important that you tell the story of how the library started. So it's one of those bittersweet stories that truly, honestly, I wish we wouldn't be here together having this conversation. Um, And you guys will see why. So in August of 2018, a colleague of mine, a 32-year-old teacher with five children in the school where I had worked as the director of PR and communications, she suddenly passed away from a complication of Crohn's. She had complained of a stomach ache that morning. They had gone to the hospital. And unfortunately, that was that was a very abrupt ending. That was the end of her life. And our community where we had worked, not only the school community, but the the actual neighborhood, everyone kind of knew each other. I mentioned she had five kids enrolled in the school. So everyone somehow had a connection, whether they were a student of hers, she was the high school English teacher there. Or, you know, the kid was in her child's grade. Everyone knew this family. And her name was Dr. Haley Krinsky. And after she had passed, we kind of froze. And my role at the time had become connecting the community to the Canterfogel and Krinsky families. And anytime someone had called me and said, I want to give free backpacks. I want to give a month of free dance classes. I want to give a meal for the next three weeks. I had just been jotting it down and emailing it every few days to David, Hindi's husband, and some family members. And in being this liaison, I got close with Hindi's husband, Hindi's family, Hindi's children, you know, whether it was because I was dropping off sheets, somebody brought sheets and comforters, because the family had actually been 
upstate New York for the summer while their house was under construction. Now they had to stop everything, drive back to New York into Long Island where the house was not ready for them. So we made sure their beds were ready, food was in the fridge when they got home to now deal with this chaos. So I developed a friendship and a relationship with the family. And as soon as school started, I had sat with the principal of one of the divisions who brainstormed with me what we can do in Hindi's honor for the kids, really, for her children, because she passed away August 17th. Three weeks later, they have to be in school like everything is normal. So the quicker we had an idea to make them feel mom is still with us, the better. And her kids were eight. There were triplets who were eight. There was a four-year-old and a one-year-old. So we decided, we gave a couple of hundred dollars to our custodian. He went out and built a little free library box. I had a friend who actually painted this mural, funny enough, come and paint the box when it was done. And we did an opening ceremony December time for the kids. We had asked each child in the oldest grade, which was third grade, to bring one book to the ceremony. So when we present this Dr. Hindi Krinsky free library box, now there are actually books in it. And the grade, you know, these children's friends and peers feel a part of the project. It was beautiful. One of David's children played the violin. The principal spoke. It was very touching. I had moved on professionally. And a few weeks later, I get a call from the principal. And I kid you not, I wish I recorded it. She was like, so I love you. Why are there 500 books in my office right now? And I was like, I have no idea. We asked the grade of 80 kids to bring one book each. I'll pick them up today. I'm sorry. And I picked up the books, which were filling up my whole trunk. I called David. We quickly came up with a little dedication sticker, very quickly brainstormed what to do. We donated them to a local pantry that gives out necessities, a nonprofit, a few towns away that helps homeless children. And, and that was it kind of for the next 15 seconds. But the calls kept coming. The texts kept coming. I heard you're taking children's books. and so. Fast forward three years later, we are now a 501c3 entitled Hindi's Libraries. We've donated almost 300,000 books. We ship to all 50, I know, we ship to all 50 states. We partner with people to ship internationally. We're doing some other cool projects on the side and just growing. And you're looking at like the, the faces behind it. David is like the silent partner because he's raising five kiddos. So I give him time. He's involved in the major legwork, but the micromanaging and the overseeing, that's me. No staff, no employees, no office, just my garage and a storage unit and love, I guess. And people in the community who want to help. That's you know, often I, enough. You know, I say this all the time. You, if you educate your community of a problem, they will come together to solve it. You know, the fact that we all realize, and as, as I heard you say, you know, uh, it was schools and, and your community. And, and I say quite often, your community is not your zip code. It's our human race. And for people to hear this story and to start to give to Hindi's library. First of all, I have to tell you, I'm so impressed with the fact that, you know, you're one person, 300,000 books. Um, and very much like our organization up until two years ago, we were 100% volunteer. And so... Um, 
And, and that's something that I think people don't know that you're located right in the Long Island area, correct? Correct. We have so, a couple of pop-up points and hubs, but that's our, I call it our HLHQ because my husband hates for me to give out our address all the time. So I'm like, drop off at our headquarters. Let me know if you need the address. That's so funny. Hey, don't worry. It happens to me all the time too. I will come home and my husband will say, um, look at our front porch. And there will be, you know, brand new pajamas and toiletries because people know, you know, we're the, we're the trash bag guys who, and so, you know, I have to tell you, I love what you do. And I love how you share the love and you have shared the love with Comfort Cases. You know, for our listeners and, and everyone who's watching this, um, we have received so many books from you, by the way. You know, I talk quite often about the fact that it, it's, it's kind of fun when, when I go to the bookstore and, and I'm buying that book for that three-year-old or that six-year-old, but we forget so many times that children in the system who are in teens really deserve to have a chapter book. And you have sent us so many chapter books. I, I am just, I, I'm blown away by this. You know, I have a couple of questions that I definitely want to talk to you about. But first, let's take this break. Everyone, um, I really suggest that you do me a big favor and please go to Hindi's library. We are going to be putting the link. You all can make a difference. The next time, as I say about going to that overpriced coffee shop, go to the Barnes and Noble or the Target and buy a brand new book and send it to Hindi's library. We'll be right back. Comfort Cases is now partnered with Clean the World, an amazing organization dedicated to water, sanitation, and hygiene. Clean the World operates recycling centers across the world, Hong Kong, the Netherlands, Las Vegas, Orlando, and including our nation's capital. They are leading a global hygiene revolution. They are distributing recycled soap and hygiene products from more than 8,000 travel and hospitality partners. Clean the World has made the decision to donate hygiene products to Comfort Cases so we can place them in our cases. These products are so important to our youth that are entering foster care. You know, having their own brand new hygiene product really means a lot to them. These donations will truly give these kids an amazing feeling of self-worth. I want to thank you so much, Clean the World. And for more information on how you can donate, please visit their website at cleantheworld.org. Well, welcome back to another episode of Fostering Change. As I was sitting here talking to my friend Leslie and hearing the story of how they created Hendy's Library. You know, I am so impressed with the fact that we all have an opportunity to have a legacy. You know, for Hindi, it was her five children. Um, for her husband, it was wanting to make sure that people got a book. And I have a feeling that she probably used to have a huge pile of books next to her. And Leslie, you knew her. Um, what would you think she would say right now? I think she'd be so excited that we're bringing books into the hands of kids who need them. That was like her main push was to get a book into the hands of a kid. She doesn't care at this point if it's the back of a cereal box and they're opening to reading. She actually did her thesis on using graphic novels as an intro to get kids to love reading. 
And I must tell you, my, my person, when we started this, my daughter was five, hated reading. And I would call David and I'm like, I feel a little bit like toothpaste. Here I am promoting it and I cannot get my kid to read. And he says to me, I need you to read Hindi's thing. And I also think you should go pick up a graphic novel. My daughter, it changed her life. She reads everything. She's a huge bookworm. Plus now she goes sifting through my garage to borrow books before we donate them. And that was what Hindi always felt. She wanted kids to see the power of reading. I have to this day, alumni who reach out to me that I've never spoken to before. Hi, Hindi was my teacher. I want to help. Actually, I want to read you something. Uh, one of the alumni sent me a quote the other day that was from the yearbook that Hindi wrote to her. And it was so beautiful. And I will find it for you. Always keep reading. It will ensure your humanity, your empathy, and your spirit. That's what she was about. Wow. And you know what? Um, that is exactly right. Because empathy is something that we are not born with. It is something that is taught. And you better believe reading can help you with that. And, you know, I, I am always fascinated when I see something that is such a need that no one else has really seen. And, 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 and I say that is because, you know, for me as a kid who grew up in the system, um, I was in my 20s before I owned my first book. All five of my children arrived in my home and not owned a book. And I, I don't think that people really understand the importance of owning their own, having their own book. So when these books arrive and you, you get books from all over the country donated to you, correct? Yes, so, uh, with your guidance, yeah. So, so what people can that. do is they can actually go to your website, they can donate for you to purchase those books, or they can send you those books. By the way, um, my friend Leslie, she's with givebackbox.com, okay? And um, we love GiveBackBox. And, and so if you are looking to send her a box of books, $15, my friend. You know, you can fill that box and you can get the, a box the size of a refrigerator. It's gonna cost you the same amount of money. Fill that box with books. So, Hindi, people can follow you on Facebook. What's your Facebook and Twitter and Instagram? So our handle is Hindi's Libraries, multiple libraries on all Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And we post very constantly. I post photos of recipients with books. So people actually, it's very important for me that people who donate a book, whether they ship it or drop it off, they see where it's going. So my recipients send me pictures of their boxes open. So someone can say, oh, hey, that's the cat in the hat book I gave or the Miss Rumpiest book I donated. I think that's a very important connection. So they see, you know, kind of the follow through. I post pictures of collections. I post exciting events we're doing, awards we're, you know, giving out. So we're very active. So um, if someone wanted to volunteer to help you, what exactly would they do? And how would they get a hold of you to be able to volunteer? So it's very easy. You can go on any platform. I'm there. Whether you email me through our website, you go on Facebook, you shoot a message. I'm always on the other side of this. And there's so much you can do. If you don't have the funding and you cannot donate a book, and that's fine, let's run a book drive in your part of town. It doesn't matter that you're not in New York. I will find a recipient within driving distance and we'll get books to that person and we'll coordinate that with you. 
I love that. I absolutely love that idea. I, you know, I truly believe that each and every one of us are doers. Um, and we just need to be walked and talked and, you know, shown what to do. Um, we have librarians who are retired who come into our facility to go through our books, um, you know, to make sure that they're age appropriate. And, you know, the other day I met a woman who um, she came to me and said, asked if I had any books that she, I could donate to her. And I said, well, we, we get our books and we put them in our comfort cases. And she, I said, what, why, why do you need books? And she says, she says, I was doing my laundry and the machine broke. So I had to go to the laundromat. And she says, and as I sat there doing my laundry, I saw all these little kids. And she says, and I thought, what a great idea is to have books there for Leslie, I'm telling you, I mean, I couldn't fill her cart fast enough with books because I think what an amazing idea. And that's what I see with you with these little libraries and with giving people an opportunity to have a book drive in their area and you being able to connect them. I, I like I said, I am in awe with you. I, I'm so happy and so lucky to call you my friend. You know, during this holiday season, each and every one of you, um, I know what it's like. You want to give. You want to make a difference. You want to make an impact. And I'm telling you, this is the way to do it. This is the way to go to hindyslibrary.com, make a donation, send her a book, send her some books, have a book drive within your community, you know, and she will help you. And by the way, we here at Comfort Cases will help you also. Because when my friend calls me and tells me she needs, I'm going to always say to her, you got it. Listen, cannot thank you enough, Leslie, for being a part of Fostering Change. I hope you and your family have an unbelievable rest of your year. And I can't wait for all the things that you and I are going to do together. Once again, my friends, thank you. Be a good human. As my shirt says, new merchandise is out. We all have an opportunity to be a good human. And that's what Leslie's doing every single day with her organization, HindysLibraries.com. Take care, everyone. I want to say thank you to each and every one of you for listening or watching the latest episode of Fostering Change. All of us on our team hope that you've learned something new today and have been inspired to be a good human. Now, just a reminder that you can always find Fostering Change on your favorite channels on Google, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and others including, of course, ComfortCases.org. I want to give a big thank you to all of you for joining us each and every week. And a reminder that if you have a suggestion for a guest, or maybe you might have a question about today's podcast, or are interested in becoming a sponsor of Fostering Change, please don't hesitate to email me personally at fosteringchange at comfortcases.org. Now, that's it for now. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Take care.